listeners. Welcome back to Full Metal Movie Reviews. I'm your host, Sam. This week, we're, we're chatting a film that I don't think either one of us was really all that keen to see, but we kind of saw it because it was a bit of a mild interest. Um, and that's uh, Marvel's Black Panther. With me to discuss all things Wakanda is Age from Melbourne. Age, how are you, bud? Hello, Sam. Good, mate. How are you? <sighs> you know what, Age? When we started this podcast, I was like all keen for it and I was all happy to do it. But I don't, I'm kind of like regretting that decision because I just can't be fucked with these movies. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel, Marvel got you down, buddy. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, look, okay, that's low energy. Let's bring it back up. Let's bring it back up. Age has been a while. <laughs> How you been, bud? What's going on? What's going on in your world? What's going on in your movie watching? Tell us. Inform the listeners. Well, not a whole lot on the movie front. Uh, apart from Black Panther, uh, prior to that, it would have been Star Wars, I guess. Oh, Jesus. Uh, the Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been pretty quiet. <laughs> yeah, just catching up on TV. Walking Dead. Uh, watched American Gods as well. That was pretty good. I know hey, it was a podcast. But, um, what did you think of that? Just, yeah, I enjoyed that. First three episodes were really trippy, but um, because that's based on a comic book as well. That's a comic book. Um, yeah, it's a comic book or a book. Uh, listen, mate, this is a movie podcast, not a TV <laughs> show podcast. All right, <laughs> I don't have all the information. <laughs> <laughs> You've only got internet at your fingertips. It's uh, fine. It's mate, fine. I'm, I'm, In fact, check be, that later. I can't be bothered looking into that. <laughs> cannot be bothered. Oh, good. Now back. Back to, uh, I guess, the movie in question. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I'm in the same boat. It was a bit tiresome. Mm. Uh, there are some redeeming qualities in the movie that mm. we can go through anyway when we break it down. Mm. But um, I don't know. Like, we're going to do a synopsis and then... Um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I assume people have seen the movie. If you haven't seen the movie, basic, basic plot synopsis is, is that this film takes pretty much takes off the, the events of um, Captain American Civil War. Um, I'm pretty sure. Where, yeah, it could either be then or even just after Age of Ultron. No, nah, it's, it's Civil Avengers. War, isn't it? Because Civil War is after Age of Ultron. Oh, yes. And they've got uh, Bucky. At yeah. The, uh, yeah. Yep. That's, yeah. Yep. And basically what happens in that film um, in Civil War that um, the King of Wakanda dies and passes the baton of Black Panther to his son um, who for the... I had his name just up, but it's escaped me now. The son, yeah, like Black um, Panther himself. What, what was his actual name, though? Uh, so, Chadwick Boseman. I don't know. That's, his that's the actor's character's name. name. Yeah, whatever. Uh, the King of Wakanda. So he's a new king. Yeah. And blah 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 blah. They go to look after. They go to hunt um, Claw, who's been um, stealing vibranium out of Wakanda, and um, blah 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 blah. Events unfold. Um, which brings Eric Killmonger. <laughs> I can't. I, you know, I can't even bother describing this plot. <laughs> Long story short, guys, it's a Marvel film. The hero wins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah, look, much. Um, I just checked. Chadwick Boseman's character is T'Challa. T'Challa, Prince T'Challa, or King T'Challa. King I guess T'Challa. he becomes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's King T'Challa who's grown up in Wakanda, who's known Wakanda his whole life, and is all about the Wakanda sort of preserving Wakanda. And because Wakanda's actually kept itself as a secret from the rest of the world because it's sitting on this big stockpile of vibranium or however you pronounce that, mm, which is like no, a precious right. resource that the world wants. Think about it um, as like uranium but on steroids and it's not radioactive so it doesn't kill you. And yeah. um, basically, Michael B. Jordan's character, Eric Killmonger, who's got a sick hairdo, um, mm. he is of Wakanda descent. He is the cousin to... Chadwick Boseman's King T'Challa. T'Challa. Thank you, Adrian. <laughs> um, and but he hasn't grown up in Wakanda. He said he's grown up in the rough and tough streets of Oak, um, Oakland in California, um, and he's experienced a very uh, a very impoverished life. And he's grown up in the hard school of Knox. Who um, his father was killed by King T'Challa's father um, because he was betraying the secrets of Wakanda. So he grew up an orphan and they decided not to bring him back to Wakanda when they killed his father because they wanted to keep the secret of Wakanda. So there's a bit of animosity. Michael B. Jordan kind of being denied a birthright of a, of a, of a, I don't know, a royal seat, if you like, um, given, his, given his father was the brother to the king at the time. 
Um, I mean, and the the way the confrontation eventually folds out or um, plays out, sorry, is that um, Michael B. Jordan's character Killmonger uses um, Andy Serkis's character Claw as like bait to bait out um, uh, King T'Challa, and then he then. I kind of don't really understand. I kind of, I, I look, I wouldn't say, I didn't say I fell asleep, but I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I don't understand why he killed him. But we'll get into this. He kills Claw, brings Claw's body to Wakanda, and then challenges um, King T'Challa to a fight for the throne, and he wins the throne. King T'Challa comes back, wins the throne back, end of story, blah, 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 blah. I, I think, going back to that, I think the reason Killmonger killed Claw. Mm. Was to appease Okoye or that other guy? Okay, yeah, but the farmer. Why just to say, I'm on your side. I know you. You wanted this guy dead, and I've done it for you. I think it was okay. to get those guys on board. I think, but I could be wrong. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I just want to be out on Front Street before. Hey, it's a pretty negative start to this film, but I gotta say, I'm all for um, progressive filmmaking where you got a diverse cast and you. Uh, putting um, high, like heavy themes and heavy discussion um, on socioeconomic issues about, you know, the plight of the disenfranchised and the have-nots versus the haves and how the haves don't want to share what they obviously have. Um, I'm all for that. I think it's fantastic. I think it's great. And I'm, I really think that's a big positive step in terms of not even Marvel films but filmmaking in general when you have a predominantly African-American slash African cast. I think that's fantastic. Uh, what I'm – my criticism of this film is that it's just – another Marvel film. So I am beyond the tipping point that I'm actually kind of tapped out of this universe. I got cape fatigue. I'm a bit over these films. Um, I was initially pretty psyched with about the Marvel um, expanded universe, but I, I look, I, my patience is kind of worn thin and I'm just not into origin films anymore. And this is very much an origin film. Mm-hmm. So, it's my criticisms has got nothing to do with any of that. I'm all pro, I'm all for that. I think it's fantastic. It's more about the actual story itself to me, um, in terms of the relationship between Killmonger and King Chachala isn't all that engaging and it's rushed. So that's like the best element of the film, but the conflict and the resolution kind of happens in the space of forty minutes because he spent the previous hour and a bit setting the world up of Wakanda, setting up, like doing all the bullshit origin stuff like that nobody cares about. You don't even need to, you don't need to explain any of this. Just put us in there. Like why do Marvel films feel the need to fucking literally verbatim explain everything and set it up so tediously? Well, you've got you to allow for the lowest common denominator. I'm not. But <laughs> Who like, are the, whoever's watching it. That's my problem. Okay, maybe because it's an origin film as well. Like I said, the, the first... Like the first, it opens up the first 15 minutes is literally a literal ex- explanation of the Wakanda and how the Black Panther tradition of um, the, the tribes coming together. It drinks some magical um, juice made from a flower that's only grown in Wakanda to give him superhuman. Is it superhuman strength or it just makes him more agile and strong? Uh, superhuman. Yeah, I'm pretty sure overall. Mm, okay. See. All right, that's fair enough. I mean, it's kind of important to the plot that, in particular, that the superhuman strength, because I didn't actually know he had that sort of strength and agility. Mm. I always kind of thought he was like Batman, that he uses. Thought his, it was the suit. Yeah, and well, he uses yeah. his ability, his training, to um, evade bullets, not just cop them. That's and, mm. and some of the science behind this is so shit. It's literally, it's, it's the dumbest shit. Like he has a necklace. Yeah. yeah, he has a necklace that you can just put his suit on in the space of a second, on and off. And I'm like, this is just a shit plot device. Like, you, don't, you know what I mean? It's just like <laughs> you get shot with bullets, and I know it's a Marvel film, but the inertia of the bullets would fucking take this guy to his knee. Like, I'm talking, he takes AKs from fucking zero range, point blank range, people. Like. Mm. The guy would be feeling that. He'd be bruised all over his body. And I know they've got super technology that's so way advanced that I can't even comprehend. But it's just, I don't know, it's just lazy. It's just like, oh, yeah, he's got this and he does that. Yeah, yeah. Like you're connecting a lot of dots. It's like, mm, that's a massive leap. Technologically, what, like the, the amount of technology to put into that suit 
Like, you could solve world hunger. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, there's no <laughs> way that they figured that out just from one element that they mined. That's what I mean. Mountain. Like, this, 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 was it vibranium? Yeah, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. This thing cures cancer, cures AIDS, gets, gets <laughs> your missus pregnant, fucking powers your city. Like, um, are you high as fuck? Why? Like, yeah. you can't be that lazy. Come on. I mean, I thought it was literally for Captain America's shield and Bucky's it, arm. It, yeah, and like, it's also the, um, you know, they're relying on the talent of the people that, it, that grew up in that. Because it's such an insulated country, you know, that there's no outsiders. So everyone's a scientist. Like, everyone is yeah. good at science. How does that happen? Um, and it says that the world doesn't know a lot about Wakanda and it assumes that Wakanda is a third world country that mainly exports textiles and um, some livestock and whatever. But the thing is, though, right, Wakanda may have vibranium, but how would that it'd be impossible to build a city just purely off fire. Like you're going to need other resources to change, exchange stuff with. Right. Mm. So how, like basically economics, it doesn't stack up. Like how could they afford the concrete, the steel, you know, the, you know, everything they needed to build the skyscrapers if they didn't sell the vibranium. Cause what yeah, else would they have? There's a lot of holes in yeah. this plot. <laughs> like, well, Look, I mean, I, I can run through some of the pros and some of the cons. Of Unleash the it on me. All right. And um, look, I think the stats are against us also because I checked. I did a quick Google search and Rotten Tomatoes is at 97%. Metacritic's at 88%. And IMDb has it 7.8 out of 10. Well, so I, I, I probably want to address this, but I think there's a bit of a feel-good factor around the um, really diverse casting and the um, yeah. you know the pro choices that they're making, which is cool and mm. it's fantastic. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm, I'm here to judge a film based on its story, not and I just yeah, I'm I'm more about the story. The cast was amazing. Like I really think that, and that's my biggest complaint is that the the villain Killmonger is a bit. I don't know. It was just a bit rushed. His development. And I think um, that's probably one of my one of the reasons why I hate it because I wanted to see more Michael B. Jordan, like, and yeah. more Michael B. Jordan. Like, why do you have to kill him for? He would have been awesome to yeah. keep around. Um, well, yeah, look, he's in one of my pros. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Movie. So it's definitely anyway, sorry, jump in. I, yeah, I want yeah, to yeah, right. go for it. Go for it, mate. That's fine. Um, okay, so pros, uh, a lot of action, pretty continuous as well. Like, there weren't that many quiet parts of the movie where you go, oh shit, this is boring. Or, like, you realize how long you've been watching it. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. On top of that, it was fairly engaging, I guess, um, a lot of the action scenes. Yeah, the action scenes were pretty well thought out. I mean, I would say that the the only thing that actually, the probably the least interesting one was the last boss fight um, with the train and the whatever, the, the sonic boom thing. Whatever oh, they yeah. Were. That was yeah. probably the least actually interesting. Um you sort of knew what was going to happen. Yeah, it was kind of like almost like the Dark Knight Rises, how they had his army versus his um, the hero's army versus the villain's army, mm-hmm. and then they. But it wasn't. I don't know. The fighting was it just wasn't that well planned out. And then there's pauses in between. It was broken up by different elements of the story, sort of tying together. Yeah, but, I know what you mean. Yeah, no, I, they just I, kept jumping between um, people. Yeah. So I found that probably the, my least favorite. But overall, I would agree, yeah, the fights were pretty cool. Um, and obviously, standout performers being Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger, um, pretty compelling, uh, without being cheesy or overdramatic. Um, they weren't going for cheap laughs like Marvel tends to do. So he wasn't overly sarcastic. He just he was on point, and the character was pretty consistent with what he was doing. I, I, I love his motivations as well. So his, yeah. his motivations is that he just wants to, burn everything down because he was treated so poorly and had such a shit upbringing where yeah. nobody was helping him. Um, and I love that, how he, there's no compromise in that he doesn't care about the rest of the world. He wants everyone to fucking suffer like he suffered. That was Dude, really cool. It's almost like the Joker. Almost. Yeah, almost. Yeah, but yeah. he doesn't wear fucking clown makeup. No, that's right. <laughs> and he has an origin story. Oh, God. Yeah, like an official origin story. Yeah, exactly. Um, honorable mentions to Andy Serkis for Claw. He played that really well. Um, Agreed. I think it's pretty hard to nail a South African accent, and he's done it really well for, oh, for a British person. 
He's phenomenal. Yeah, it's a great he's actor. Really, yeah, he's really good in this film. And he trained. Like, he's, he was built as well. Oh, dude. And he's intimidating, imposing, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, he looked like a psycho. And he, he just he did really well. Um, and it continued his role from from what I forgot, actually, in the Avengers Age of Ultron because Ultron ripped off his arm. And that's the reason he's got that electronic arm made of vibranium, which I forgot about. Um, cons. Predictable storyline. Um, with probably too much CGI, I think. Oh, uh, this is this is probably, the, probably most, another statement. the most CGI film out of all of them, I think, besides yeah. maybe Thor Ragnarok. This is so CGI, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, especially with the city and then the suit. Um, or, I don't know. And then I had the CGI rhinos in the war. Uh, look, they probably had to because of what they had in the story with technology and, and how advanced it was. Like, nothing like that would exist and it would probably cost a fortune to replicate it. Um, too many cliche scenes. So the scene where his sister is showing all the gadgets she made for him, very Bond-esque. Um, yeah. It's, it's Q, isn't it? Q's is... Yep, Q's the quartermaster. Yep. Pretty Correct. much like that. Um, so I was a bit cringeworthy to some degree. And um, also, like, some of the elements from the movie, like, pretty much straight out of Avatar. Like, they're protecting their world mm. outsiders. They've got this plant that gives people superhuman strength. Even though oh, yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess that's it. So, that, yeah, they're protecting their, their resources. So much like that tree in Avatar. Uh, and then I guess Martin Freeman's performance. I wasn't too oh, passionate. Oh, yeah, I agree. That was that was bizarre, wasn't it? Yeah, it's very chalk and cheese between Andy Serkis and Martin Freeman. Like, between they're both British, and one was just pl- smashing out of the park. The other was just, it was, oh, his American accent is terrible. It's, um, it's just like, he's got the face where... You just don't buy him being a CIA a, operative. Yeah, he like, he's like, he's just got that, like, he's just like a dad sort of face. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it didn't suit it. They could have yeah. cast that a lot better. Yeah. What was his character's name in the office? Oh, Jesus. Good question. You know what I mean? He's got that face. Yeah. Tim, yeah. Tim. Tim, Tim. So he's Tim, got Tim's that's... face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he's got. Like, you just expect him to, you know, like, I don't know, drive a mini SUV, drop his kids off at yeah. soccer. <laughs> Wearing a Hawaiian shirt or something. Yeah, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Just, he's, not a, he's not a badass pilot operative, but anyway, no. I agree with that. They could have given it to, you know, bloody, um, it's the British guy that, that was up for playing Bond. Oh. Idris Elba. Yes, Idris Elba. Oh. He's a believable CIA agent. Yeah, man. Like, he's got that charm. He looks, he looked, Martin Freeman in this very much looks like a bureaucrat. Like, he looks like yeah. a middle management bureaucrat and surprising that he's actually got skills in the field. That's the thing. He didn't look like a field agent at all. No. So, yeah, that, that was just one, one sour note. But, um, yeah, look, anything to build on that, Sambo? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, your pros are my pros. I think um, Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. Jordan are phenomenal actors. Yeah. Um, and... I would like to see them play off against each other a lot more than what we got. I kind of went into this film thinking that that's what we we're getting. Like we we're getting mm. a good Black Panther versus a bad Black Panther, but which we did get. But what I'm saying is we kind of didn't for two thirds of this film. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was kind of a bit disappointed. That's what I was probably disappointed in the most. Um, Andy Serkis, like you said, uh, phenomenal actor, phenomenal, phenomenal performance. Um, I. I really liked the um, guards that the general um, Ayo, I think her name was in this film, and she was the, yeah. the like the the personal bodyguard to the king. I thought they were all pretty sweet, and they had the you know, sick moves, and I liked the look of them, the aesthetics, like their their um, armor, the red with the I think it's gold, or oh, I can't remember. Yeah, it's shoulder gold. plates and stuff. Yeah, I mean, the whole silver, some yeah. silver, yeah, yeah, the whole aesthetics of this, like the African design, and it looked amazing. It was actually really cool. Well, that's what I mean. On the face of it, this is ticked pretty much all the boxes, right? This has got all the great, great cast, phenomenal cast, um, phenomenal aesthetics. But for me, it just, it just felt flat. Like, how much did you know that he wasn't dead when Michael B. Jordan fights him in on the waterfall and he throws him off? He throws the Black Panther off the cliff. Yeah, yeah. just like flat out, like. 
Yeah, he's not dead. Like, okay, well, let's just wait till he gets found in a riverbed or something. Yeah. And rehabilitated and, yeah. It's, it's so linear. Like, it, it doesn't even question whether he's dead or not because, like, the thing that really makes this all the bizarre or really dumb, like, they even hide the fact that, that, like, what's the point? My point is, what is the point of doing that if we all know he's not dead? And you know he's not dead. Okay, you can give them, you can spend your disbelief and think, oh, they might have tried to kill him or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, guys... They for this film they had a trailer to Infinity War and guess who's in the trailer to Infinity War? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, I I was actually that's when I kind of switched off. Like, well, let's just get to the point where he comes back and when his um girlfriend um Lapita Nyong'o's character Nakia, I think her name is Nakia. Okay, yeah, look at the cast here. She yeah, Nakia. Nakia. That's yeah, right. She steals that flower. I was like, okay, yep. So that's the flower for him then. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Very and and when they go to the um the tribe in the mountains, um, which I really liked. I really liked the aesthetic of that guy's lair, the tribe, the gorilla mm. tribe, how they have all the wood and the slate and stuff. I mean, it's, like I said, the aesthetics of this is fucking phenomenal. Set, set design's perfect. Mm. And he's like, yeah, I got to sign the show. He's like, oh, okay, that's where they found him. And it's just, I don't know. I just thought. You can't give us a movie that's this lazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Like, there's not even even. There's no suspense. It's just see action scene to action scene, action action scene, CGI sequence to CGI sequence to CGI sequence, and that's why I'm tapped out. I like I can't be fucked with these movies, and I can't be fucked with Infinity War because I know what I'm going to get is the same pretty thing. Much the same. Yeah, pretty much. Um, the same. And they may try and raise the stakes by killing off some B characters like um. Pepper Potts or some shit like uh, big deal. Big as a fuck, but well, I don't know. I reckon they'll go hard. I reckon they're gonna maybe they're gonna reset I, I the. Know. I mean, the precedent's been set that they don't they don't do anything significant in any of these films. True, except recast. <laughs> well, I know well, that, that wasn't their call. If you look about it, age. If you look about it, let's let's play this by the numbers. So, in Marvel origin films, in particular. I think all of them, the villain dies. Loki's the yeah. only exception, but I'm pretty sure the rest of them, the villain dies. So uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, uh, Red mm-hmm. Skull dies in yeah. this. Um, Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger dies and Claw dies. Um, in Iron Man, um, Jeff Bridges' character, I don't know, I can't remember his name, he dies. In Thor, yeah, um, Loki survives, but that robot or whatever, I don't know, that thing that... Loki brought back dives. Um, what else? Uh, what is, is um Ultron is, technically dead? Yeah, Ultron's finished. Mm. Um, well, as much what, as he can be. I don't know how you can kill AI. In the Hulk movie, the one with Ed Norton, Everett Ross, I don't think he dies, but Abomination, he dies, doesn't he? Tim Ross's character, I'm pretty sure he dies. So, like, you know what's happening because they've got a very clear template. So, it's all good to have such a diverse cast and, and, and be um, proactive in that sense. But, you know, mm-hmm. if, you, if it's coming out of Marvel Studios, you're not getting anything original. Oh, Ant-Man, that guy. I'm pretty sure that guy dies. Um, Wasp, uh, well, not yes. Wasp. Yeah, Wasp. The Hornet, yeah, whatever his name is. Sure yeah. So, it's like it's impossible if, if you're not um, – a twelve-year-old, it's impossible not to just know what's coming. Like, does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. It's an unrealistic tale. It's like, yeah, good versus bad, good wins. That's it. The extent it's not of it. like it's, it's it's not um uh looking for the word here uncertain, I guess. Yeah, uncer- there's no In- su- there's no suspense. There's no um. Oh shit! Which direction this is going? Like it's just, yeah, very predictable. It's literally hero um, has a conflict. Res- yeah. um, looks like it's in doubt. Resolves conflict. Wins on top. Learns lesson. Next movie. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and after fucking thirteen of these fucking things, I'm done, man. I can't do another <laughs> one. Honestly, uh, I might do. I might do Infinity War. But no promises. Like seriously, I this how can you people The thing is, is they age up. Right? Yeah. I feel like this is me on the soapbox this episode and you're just listening to me complain, but it's it's fine, buddy. 
I gotcha. In, like, I'm a big comic book fan. I've got a lot of comic books at home. And, and in the 90s, I read a lot of comic books, right? And I don't know. It, they didn't seem this literal in the comic books, if that makes sense. Uh, what do you mean? So, the comic books had the story of the, or the arcing story. You never, I guess, you, you, I guess they were never going to kill the hero in the comic books. And you kind of knew that. Otherwise, I'll stop making kind of comic books. But mm. the stories that seemed more engaging, and maybe because they had obviously greater time to draw it out and, and flesh out characters. But these yeah. movies, it's just like they, intru- they introduce maybe a really interesting aspect and they kill it off. Mm. And it's well, kind of superfluous. The but I guess they, they're catering for too many people. Uh, when they're making the movie because they just want to sell more tickets, whereas a comic book is pretty niche. Um, also, it, it never does justice. Like the written material, the, the visual material will never do the written material justice. No, that's true. I bet, look, and, I, and this is probably isn't a good example because all, with all due respect, but Black Panther was a fucking trash comic book uh, like as well. Okay. Um, so in the 90s, like, you got to give Marvel respect for this. This is probably a big point that I want to talk talk about as well that – that they sold, Marvel was going broke, right? And in order to keep itself afloat, Stanley was shopping around um, licensing rights or movie rights to to the studios, and Sony picked up Spider Man, and and Fox picked up X Men, right? Mm. In the nineties, that's the only properties anyone ever gave a fuck about. So when we were reading comic books as kids, in in Australia, Marvel versus DC wasn't that big thing, and I'd probably argue that most people didn't even understand the difference, but. The, the top comic books were always, always X-Men and in particular Wolverine, Spider-Man and Batman and probably to a lesser extent. Super- I mean, Superman was pretty hot in the 90s, but it was more, it was definitely, particularly with the Tim Burton Batman films, is Batman, um, X-Men, Wolverine and Spider-Man. Nobody gave a fuck about the rest. Nobody, ra- nobody even read Thor, Iron <laughs> Man, like, like Captain America, that was sort of like everyone thought they were old hat, like just dud heroes. Avengers, mm. nobody gave a fuck about. Nobody read the Avengers, um, and this is the honest truth. Like you might, okay, people listening to this may have read it, but the main I'm talking about the people in my circles that we were talking and discussing comics. Nobody cared about Black Panther. Nobody gave a flying fuck about like any Suicide of these characters. Squad. Uh, characters um, like. Um, Fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm pretty sure there wasn't even a Black pa- Black Panther book in in publication in the 90s. I could be wrong. And I'm fairly certain there wasn't even a fucking um, Guardians of the Galaxy book in publication in the 90s. And I'm mm-hmm. fairly certain there wasn't a Captain America. No, there might have been Captain America. Or maybe there was a Thor. I'm pretty sure there wasn't a Thor book in circulate. I could be wrong, but there wasn't. It was a, there was Avengers. I do remember Avengers, but I don't. I actually don't really remember Iron Man. I remember Captain America. So. Mm-hmm. My point well, is that these are trash properties, and they've got gathered. They've done really well to to cultivate a following and um, a fan base on these characters, right? Because obviously they must be based on some good films. Like when they, Iron Man is still a good film, um, and it was kind of based on the back of the charisma of of, of um, Robert, Ronnie. What's his name? Robert uh, Downey Jr. Robert, yeah. But I think now it's got to the point where Marvel's done such a good job cultivating. Um, fans that it doesn't matter what it puts out it's always going to be a hit because the fans are so passionate that they support that brand of marvel yeah, so you think it's blind following 100 like, yeah, 100% at this stage it is yeah. because it's genius just anything that comes out just amazing oh, <laughs> yeah beautiful like yeah. um because and it's almost like a sports team so say for instance if you follow um i don't know what's a sports team Fucking don't say don't say Liverpool. No, I was oh okay. I'll say um, New Manchester York United. No, or Manchester United. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna like Manchester United if they have a bad season or a good season. You're still gonna support Manchester United, and you're gonna be like a, a one-eyed supporter, and you defend them to the death. I think movies now, in particular, pop culture movies such as Star Wars and this Marvel, they have fan bases that that are so rabid and so one-eyed that. It doesn't matter how mediocre the film is; they're going to be like, "Oh, this is amazing! This is the next! Oh my god, I can't believe it!" Like, well, Star Wars, Star Wars might have tested a lot of people, a lot of fans. Well, that was pretty pol- polarizing, and you're correct yeah. in that sense. Yeah. But I know what you mean. But you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. think because 
Okay, I'm going to ask you this question because I think there's some logic to that. Or this, I haven't really articulated it 100%, but um, it's pretty clear. I get you. But I think there's some some there is some sort of like some methods. There's some. I'm thinking I'm onto something because Ant Man, like, for who gives a fuck about Ant Man? That made so much money. Mm. Fucking Doctor Strange. <laughs> you, you guys don't understand how how little everyone gave a fuck about Doctor Strange. That made so much money. And those origin films, I couldn't. Fi- I finished Ant Man, but I couldn't finish Doctor Strange. That was so boring. Just kept kept putting me to sleep. This is an origin film, and it has a lot going for it. But at the same time, it is still very much an origin film and constricted to the parameters set by Marvel as an origin film. You give me a good a good villain that I can get invested in in Killmonger, who hates the hates the world, he hates everything that Wakanda stands for because they have everything and they don't want to share. So he wants to he wants to burn it all down by giving everything Wakanda has to the rest of the populace and level the playing field. So I'm like, oh my god, this is like you could actually build like a three movie story arc around this, right? Mm. And they just kill him off like the most bullshitty way. It's like fuck. And it's like, why? Why did you have to kill him off for? Couldn't they leave so, it, like, you know, with like a cliffhanger or something like that? Is that, is that, would that be so hard if they could do that? They're going to make another one, let's be honest. Man, I, I don't care because this is going to be Villo, the new villain, and the new villain's going to yeah. cause a problem and then it'll get resolved and he'll die and it'll be same the next formula. villain. It's, it's fucking interchangeable shit. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck? Very loosely, it's, a, it's like they're just very loosely connected in the sense that they're all building towards a greater thing but like these movies don't even talk about infinity stones anymore the only movies that really talked about infinity stones were um avengers and guardians of the galaxy the rest don't mm-hmm. True. so it's like i thought we were building towards like i thought infinity stones were the cornerstone of this whole thing right and uh, i don't know i just uh, i just can't give a fuck about them anymore to be honest if <laughs> to be that blunt well hopefully they'll redeem themselves with um the avengers infinity war it's it's not a two part movie, is it? They're separate movies. Yeah, two part movie. So it is going to be okay. One movie over two parts. But it's technically a standalone movie, but it'll have like probably a cliffhanger in it, and then the next movie. Oh, okay. I don't. Not sure. I thought it was one movie over two parts. So I think they've avoided calling it part one and part two. Oh, have they? I think. But oh, okay. I could be wrong. Ah, um, uh, look. I just because that's that might mean that they're going to kill some, kill some people, which could be good. Who cares? So but that's the thing, though. You, you, they're going to kill villains for the sake of, oh, we killed them now, so now we're interesting. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, we're edgy. <laughs> Look how many villains we killed. It's like, it doesn't serve. It's just, to what end? Like, I just get the feeling like they're just doing shit for the sake of doing shit. Like, mm. um, Captain Marvel, um, the female superhero, again, a very, like, she's a Z-grade. Like, there's more popular female characters that they could have built, like, realistically. I would argue that... Um, What's Scarlett Johansson's character's name? Scarlett. Scarlett. Which, uh, no. No, no. Scarlett. Um, Black something. Black Widow? No. Black Widow. Yeah. Or whatever. Whatever her character is, it probably has, should deserve its own, her character deserves its own film before Captain Marvel. Mm. But obviously, Captain Marvel is very much a reaction to the reaction of Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. So it's like these people, I shouldn't say these people, but like Marvel just, it's almost transparent now. Like it's literally, and it's like you go to Marvel film just to do something for like two hours and then go home and then just completely forget what you like you did for two hours. It's an escape from life. That's yeah. right. Like amnesia for like, if you just want amnesia for two hours and just forget, so if you don't literally want to lose two hours of your life that you never get back and, but you won't be sad to lose them because you have some sort of happy memories. Do this. Go, let's go see a Marvel movie. But then you can also pot about it, you know, how much you hated it. Yeah, you've got, you've got <laughs> well, that option. Look, I didn't hate it. I just thought, meh, it's meh. It's like the rest of them. Yeah, it's just meh. It's pretty meh. It's meh. Look, we haven't, like, what, what has there been what, that's actually been really good? Apart from what? Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1. And mm. then, what else? Okay. okay Iron so, Man, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah. I'm going to get up. Blade? I don't, it's not the same universe, but as a comic book movie. Um, well, Blade was a sick movie. I really like that. Yeah. Um, okay, so in terms of the Marvel films, though, in, like, if you're just st- sticking strictly to the Marvel films. Within this universe. Within this universe. Like within these characters. I was – Iron Man I was well up for. I loved Iron Man. Yeah. Excuse me. Captain America, the first Avenger. 
I could give a fuck about. In fact, yeah. I could give a fuck about. I know this is heresy, but Captain America, um, the Winter Soldier, as well. I could give a fuck about that one. <laughs> um, I mean, that was different. I mean, I will give, I'll give them props. They did try to do something. They had a compelling sort of story. Civil War was interesting, and I like that. I like the premise of Civil War about you know he- heroes should work within the confines of the legislators, uh, legislators, and not be free roaming. But um, it, it was deep too. It had deeper elements, yeah. like emotionally. You know, there was betrayal. Yeah. Um, you know, with, with the start, the characters actually had a good motivation to be against each other. Oh, yeah, they twist. Yeah. There were twists and turns, so it was good. But. I didn't see Thor. I didn't. Uh, no, I did see Thor. I didn't see Thor: The Dark World. Sorry, I didn't worry. I didn't worry you seeing that. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, my point is, I kind of, I, I was selective with the films I saw based on I don't know my experience with them from as being a comic book fan, and also um, just if I would generally be interested in seeing the film. Like I didn't see Doctor Strange. I saw that on Netflix. I didn't see it in the cinema. So I'm not a hardcore Marvel fan, so I don't, I don't. Again, I'm not that supporter of the Marvel brand that I'm willing to see these movies every movie that they release. Yeah. The last film I saw that the film that really got me off this bandwagon, though, in a, in a very negative sense, was Guardians of the Galaxy Two. I just thought that was mm-hmm. contrived and just really boring, um, and just a nothing sequel that just didn't do anything for the characters, um, and. I say that Black Panther had probably the potential to bring me back in terms of you know being a bit more positive, but I don't know, it just another origin film and it's just more of the okay. same. Yeah, more, it's the a lot same. more of the same. A lot more of the same. So I'm at this point where I just think I'm kind of done with superhero movies, and and it may take something exceptional for me to go watch them like for instance i mean deadpool but i don't really like ryan reynolds or the or care for the character of deadpool either like his <laughs> shtick is annoying it's not <laughs> endearing um oh, yeah i know what you mean yeah so yeah. it's an asshole for the sake of being an asshole yeah and i just can't stand the con like how many quips can you get in this fucking sentence man seriously shut the fuck up <laughs> um just runs his mouth too much but he's not even running his mouth. He's just saying shit. Like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, whatever. I mean, Cable could be interesting because I like the Cable storyline in particular, um, you know, Age of Apocalypse and that sort of stuff and that and, and those books and Weapon X. So that was really – could be really cool. But, again, we'll see how they use it. Um, but I'll probably are you going to see it? You will? Yeah. I probably would say that would be the, mo- the most likely outcome for me to see if I was to see a, 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 a superhero film. Deadpool 2. Not yeah. – um... Not Avengers. Um, I mean, I if I wasn't doing this podcast, I wouldn't, and I probably still won't. But if you go see it, I'll I'll do it. I'll see it, and we can talk about it. <laughs> well, we'll see how we go. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to see it. Yeah. I want to know what's going to happen because if it's going to tie in a lot of the, or it, are they closing off a lot of these characters? Like Chris Hemsworth hasn't renewed. They haven't offered him a renewal for four. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure after. Pretty sure after these Avengers movies, that's it. Um, I don't know about Mark Ruffalo or, or any of the other actors, but Robert Downey mm. Jr. would be getting on the edge, I'm sure, like age-wise as well. Yeah, but he doesn't have to do anything. Oh. He's just got he just sitting sits in a mask, and like that's the thing. If if it's going to get to the stage where he can, his armor just appears magically too, so it's like yeah. whatever. Yeah. It already started started doing that. He had like because he's got that. Um, Oh, what's that thing thing built into his chest, the mm-hmm. generator? Um, he sort Whatever. of built it around that, and he just presses a button and bang. I'm pretty sure that's ha- that happened in the last movie. Mm. For sure. Oh, doesn't matter. We'll, we'll talk about that when we see him. Then <laughs> just... um, and I guess, like, it's just, it, it's just a reflection of where society is at, at in terms of um, where we are, where, where we're all at now, where... It takes a, a, a film like Black Panther where you, I don't know how to articulate this. I don't because what I'm trying to say is, it's. I think we're all had enough of just like the constant white cast and whitewashing of of films, right? So then we have to go to the extreme of doing Black Panther, which is predominantly African story, and, and then cast 
Amer- African Americans and Africans, which is fine. But then, like, why do we have to have this tipping point? This is we should have had the first cast to begin with, and we would have sort of had better stories. Full stop. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and I and. And it's also a reflection of like having to have things spelt out as well. It's just really sad. Like that's where we're at. Yeah, but they've dumbed it down. I agree. Um, you reckon they're going to have like? Is there an Asian superhero? Um. Well, I mean, there's a couple, but I mean, there's not really. No. Mm. Not not in the Marvel stable. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there is, and people will probably know of them. But to my knowledge, there, there is there's a, a martial artist I forgot his name who fought against Iron Fist in one of the X Men comics. Shay something, Shay Long or something. Um, Mortal, Mortal the, Kombat's due for a revamp. Well, there isn't, there there isn't, there isn't an there isn't an Asian American though. But I mean, my point is, it's like we have to go to extremes to bring attention to these things and for it to boil over. But at the same time, is it, are we really like are we really doing anything? Because at the end of the day, the end product is just literally more of the same, but it's masked by money. Um, no, by earnings. <laughs> no, but like by saying, "Oh, look how diverse this cast is and whatnot." If that makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah. it's, it's like the- Gwen Stacy's got a new hat. Like it's it's yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's you can't I knock mean, it, Sam. It's it's progressive. Like, I know no, what you mean. Yeah, but you know what uh, I mean. It's like the fucking the opportunity of this film was to really to na- hit the nail on the head about the haves and the haves nots about Wakanda being so rich and wealthy and prosperous and not willing to share that prosperity with the poor people around the globe. And Killmonger says it. You know, my brother's or Killmonger's dad says that people around the globe are suffering and are in pain, and I want to bring change, and I can do it by selling this vibranium. And I say that's the movie. I don't give a fuck about the fucking anything else like why are you focusing all on that yeah you could have such a great story there and but they're 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 just it's like the one like it's just it's just nothing at the end of the day it's just another fucking like he doesn't learn anything other than okay we have to share the wealth because it's the right thing to do and i guess killmonger's death maybe um highlights that about how things can go wrong like if he just had that gave that kid the same opportunities as he gave Black Panther, he probably would have, you know, grown up to be um, well-adjusted and happy with his place in life and, you know, equal opportunity gives, you know, the same outcomes, right? Mm. But they told, told it in a way that was a Marvel origin. And I guess that's my problem. It's not a – I guess that's what I'm trying to say is it's not a unique take to, to superhero films. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's what it boils down uh, to. He had to be extreme in, in his intentions because otherwise it just wouldn't be as bad. Be like, look, I, I really think we should just give him a little bit. Um, he had to go <laughs> a whole other end of the spectrum. It's like, no, let's just give all that shit away. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, no, no, no. I can't understand that. But what, what I'm saying is that the film itself, like if you look, look at The Dark Knight, right, mm-hmm. and – the Dark Knight and his, his how it's pretty much like some people just want to see the world burn and they're, they're just inherently evil for the sake of being evil and that's their op- you know, how, how they operate mm-hmm. and that, and that, and that it kind of redefined the genre of a superhero film about you know what does it mean to be a good person what does it mean to be a bad person this film very briefly gave us a a commentary on society of how the world is controlled by the wealthy minority. But the majority are sick of that and are sick of their bullshit, and it's turning people, uh, you know, turning giving them. It makes them full of hatred, and and they just want to fucking yeah, burn it all, right? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, that's the main. That's the movie. That that whole, um, you know, and uh, the 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 um, I don't know the the content between the two, the one percenters and the ninety nine percent. That's the film that they should have really focused on. Don't worry about fucking giving us 40 minutes of origin or anything else. Just fucking mm. say, like, this is Killmonger. This is fucking, like, give us more of that. That's what I wanted, basically. And I've said this at the start. I wanted more of, of um, Michael B. Jordan and and Black Panther f- facing off against each other and more about, this, about the 
I don't know. I just feel like all that was just tapped on at the end and at the end he's he's at he's in Oakland and he's bought the properties because he's going to tr- transform them into a fucking, you know. It's labs and shit. Labs yeah, and stuff and give yeah. and give those opportunities to those poor people and, and and that's a good message but it's very clearly just tacked on to the end. Yeah. No, you know what I mean? That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. It's not, yeah. it's not thought-provoking. It's not um, that insightful in terms of commentary about, you know, social economic issues. It's just... A Marvel origin film. Yeah, it's, it's paper thin in its message. Yeah. I guess correct. So. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So to the nuts and bolts of it, how, what's your ranking out of five? Uh, two and a half. Like literally, meh as meh it gets. It's just meh. I'm going to go three. Yeah. Just the reason that it, you won't. It's not a complete waste of time. Like it serves its purpose in that it entertains you, but then that's as far as it goes. Yeah, it's a cartoon in large parts. The third act is pretty much a cartoon. So it's pretty safe for kids too. If you're, down, if you're down for the CGI life and you just don't care about pretty much. Like, how much did you know at the end that he was going to win and then he's going to go back to Oakland and, and do something, have some positive <laughs> message? Yeah, it was a good like, You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, why couldn't it be something unique like Michael B. Jordan taking back a bit and then having him trying to, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going down this track. I'm going down a rabbit hole. But my point is that they, it's a shame that, you know, movie making and the movie making industry in general, it takes one movie to be brave enough like Black Panther and cast and predominantly African-American um, cast and, and, and African actors for there to be a tipping point and for people to, to really, you know, um, acknowledge that diversity does have a place in movie, in the movie making and that whitewashing isn't or you know is not a good thing and that the more diverse cast we have the better outcomes we get because we got different experiences and ideas bouncing off each other and I'm all in support of that I think it's great and I, I love the fact that this film as mediocre as I perceive it to be is getting wild support because that means down the track we're going to get more films with more diversity so that's fantastic um, also- but at the same time let's not call it the more than what it is and that's just a marvel origin film which is fine it's not it's not you know it's not malcolm x or whatever it's <laughs> quite clearly a marvel origin film oh God. actually i just saw um speaking of blade wesley yeah. snipes apparently wanted to get black panther off the um off the drawing board i guess that's what you would call it uh oh, yeah. in 92 but he was too he was tied in with blade at the time so nothing ever happened. Nothing eventuated. I've got to say, Blade is one of the sickest movies of all time. Um, the sequel is not too bad. I don't really like it all that much. The third, third one's, one's horrible. terrible. Yeah. yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Did we see that in the movie? I reckon we saw that in movies together. I think we did, yeah. yeah. That was a Ryan Reynolds special. I fucking it? hate Ryan Reynolds. Like, he's not a good actor. Ryan Reynolds, that's another rant I could go on all night. He makes <laughs> shit movies. <laughs> save, save for Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> fuck he does though he has not made a good movie ever um like deadpool's okay but fucking the rest are horrible same point same point two and a half stars for me three stars for age i mean i personally would say you don't have to see this one in the cinemas just watch it on netflix and it's fine i mean none of the effects of that spectacular that require a, a big screen yeah 60 inches would do yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, you've got a normal size TV, like a 55 inch or whatever. That's fine. Well, well some of us have 55 inches. Or a 60 inch or a 70 inch, mm-hmm. whatever you, you know what I mean. Works I think out. I'm still on 42. Well, yeah, mate, I've got to get the boss. Done. Get yeah. that pay rise. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. Chase that paper. Uh, well, mate, when this pod starts making money, that's. That's what we're rolling in it. Uh, yeah, uh, all thirty of our listeners. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, listeners. If, Spread the if word. They could, if they could pay a thousand dollars each, that'd be great. That'd be amazing. You know, we'll, we'll increase the production quality. You know, I yeah. can quit my job and just do this full time. I'll, I'll oil my squeaky chair so you don't hear squeaks. <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, fuck it. We do it for love. We do it for love. Um, it. All right. So I got. I got. I'm just going to finish up on this uh, note here, balls. Um, if you had to choose one superhero film and one superhero character, albeit DC, Marvel, whoever, mm. and that was the last um, comic book movie we got this decade, so there wouldn't be another one after 10 years, what would you choose and why? Ooh, Jesus. Because 
Should have given me this question before this pod. I probably should have. But my, my point is, I think we're kind of, we're, we're getting there, scraping the bottom a bit, the bottom a bit now. Like, let's just wind it back a bit. Problem is, a lot of it, it's already been done. So, the Dark Knight would have been amazing. It was like, like that, to cap off mm. comic book movies, but then people would have wanted more. So, Thing is, it can't be too good because then they'll just keep making them. Mm. Mm. So it's got to be terrible. Uh, it's got to be like Sandman or something like that. Oh, now you're talking. <laughs> now you're getting yeah. hard. Ooh. It's got to end on like a really flat Ooh. note. Ooh, age. Ooh. <laughs> Sandman's pretty sick. That's a good choice. I like that. Yeah. And that's a very unique story, which you can have a like it won't can be it can be completely unconventional in its in its concept. So I really like that choice. There we go. Um, if I was to choose age, it'd probably be Lobo. Um, oh yeah, yeah, or uh, Mano War. You've heard of Mano War? No. It's basically a, it's a really interesting concept. It's um a gothic warrior who's fighting the Romans. Um, gets abducted by aliens. Yep. And he goes on the alien ship, and he's living on this alien ship, which is like I guess. One Earth, okay, one year in that ship is like 100 Earth years. And he comes back to Earth or he escapes the alien ship, but he escapes with his special suit of armor. And the suit of armor is like almost sentient and then it chooses um, worthy warriors for it to to use or to inhabit. Mm -hmm. And he gets his superhero powers from from the suit of armor. But he comes up to Earth and it's not his time and everything, everything he knows is dead. So he's like an alien himself. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he's got to save humanity against the alien invasion. It's fantastic. It's really cool. So that that could work. Yeah, I check check those comics out. Man of War is pretty sick. Um, I think it's called. Oh, I think the new one, the Valiant series, is it XO Man of War? Let me just have a look. Yeah, XO Man of War. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Yeah, check that out. It's fucking sick. Um, that or Lobo would be my choice. I mean, what I'm trying to say is, I, I'm kind of done with the conventional superhero. I want. I want something new and original in that sense. I think the time for um, the obscure, you know, uh, in the periphery, those those sorts of characters, they're going to uh, start coming up now. Deadpool probably helped a lot. Mm. Uh, Black Panther as well now. Mm. I think it will. We might see him. Who knows? Hopefully. I mean, that's what I said. It, I mean, the fact that everyone's getting support behind this film and loving it and it's just going to make the dumb fucks at the run studios acknowledge that there's a market for unique and mm, original that's like Spider-Man content. and Batman yeah. and all them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But Agreed. I really hope that if they were to make these films that they don't wash it down to be just like, how bad are these X-Men films? Like seriously, that's what yeah, I'm talking about. It just yeah, all gets merged into one CGI fight. It's all gross. It's all disgusting. It's all boring. <laughs> so, um, all right, listeners, if you liked, um, Black Panther, I'm sorry you had to listen to us shit on it, but um, it is what it is, guys. And we, like I said, we do this for free, and it's our opinion. If you don't like it, don't listen. And on that bombshell, age, until next week. Thanks, Samo. <laughs> this one's going to get the viewers in, or the listeners in. Jesus. All right, yeah, thanks, man. guys. <laughs>